0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors
1: The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. This Johnson's Life Products for Home and Industry. Presents Silver McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Gene Carroll, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. Say, I received a swell letter the other day from Ohio. A woman wrote, I am the wife of a grocer who, of course, always keeps some kind of floor polish on his shelves. I've been using whatever I've found in stock. However, we're great Fibber McGee fans, and I've always been impressed with Mr. Wilcox's praise of Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. I tried it, and I can truthfully say I was amazed. It lasts longer. In fact, easily twice as long as any of the others. And glow coat gives a hard, glossy polish that I've never been able to get before. Well, now, that's a pretty nice phrase. Coming from a grocer's wife with several floor polishes to choose from. There's only one thing I'd like to add. To give your kitchen linoleum and other floors this really bright wax polish, you simply apply glow coat and let it dry. There's no rubbing or buffing. Glow coat shines as it dries. Try it. Ask for Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. The floor finish with the brighter shine. <laughs> Mrs. McGee of 79 West Vista is a difficult person to baffle, but she is now up against a phenomenon which is new in her experience. Her husband is being energetic. He's being ambitious. He's being vital, dynamic, and a trifle obnoxious. (laughs) For further details, listen to Fibber McGee and Molly. How does it have important look over here, kiddo? Or you, do you think it looks better over here? No, I think it looks better over there. Now, let me see. If I put the piano over here, it's a better balance for the desk over there. Or is it? Nope, I don't. Ah, you just say where you want this stuff moved to, Snooky. Hey, maybe if I tore out the south wall here, I could extend the dining room into the... Wait till I get my tool chest. I'll have now, a... McGee, uh, wall. Huh? Stop it. Sit down, relax. What's the matter? can a man exert himself a little around his own house? My gosh, I've cleaned out the garage already this morning. I've switched the tires on the car. I painted the back fence, and I nailed that window that's always rattled every time the wind blows till you can't hear yourself think shut. Well, what's the difference if I Now, McGee, please. Sit down a minute. I can't sit down. I'm too restless. I got too much energy. Can this be the same lad who put salt on his cornflakes yesterday? Because the sugar bowl was too heavy? <laughs> that's all behind us now, Tootsie. Now I'm full of pep. I got vitality. I got drive. Why, I got so much energy, I'm scared to cross my legs for fear of throwing my hips out of joint. <laughs> McGee, what is this all about? What's happened? I read a book, that's all. I read a book that's changed the whole course of my life. I discovered the secret of physical energy. Well, for goodness sake, keep it a secret. Huh? If everybody in this world starts jumping around like you've been, I'm going somewhere else. What is this book? Look, right here. I bought it for a buck from a guy in a doorway next to the Elks Club. The name of it is Man's Untapped Energy. (laughs) Why? If I'd read this thing 30 years ago, who knows what I might have been today? Who knows what yours it is? (laughs) What's the secret? Four hours sleep a night, that's all. Four hours? Yep, four hours. Four hours sleep is plenty to recharge the human dynamo. Too much sleep and you're overcharged. A dollar for that book and you were overcharged. (laughs) Yeah, but look at me. I slept just four hours last night, and I got so much set today, I can't hold myself down. I'm leaping. Whoop. (laughs) Hey, get your hat, and I'll race you down to the drugstore. I got a better idea. Let's turn somersaults out to Dugan's Lake and back. Great. I'll give you three blocks head start, because you're a woman, and the first one that passes the post office can stop in... Oh, heavenly days, please. Huh? Look, McGee, in the first place, you're a little... Come in, come in, come in, come in. Hello, Dr. Gamble. Nice to see you. Hello, my dear. And what are you waving your arms around for, muscle-bound? Breaking in some new sleeve garters?
2: <laughs>
1: Just working off a little excess energy, Dockey. If all your patients had as much pep as I got, you'd have to tear up your license and start making an honest living. He's been like this all day, Doctor, moving furniture, dashing in and out of doors, running up and downstairs. Better calm down a little, goon boy, or you'll have a stable full of Charlie horses. The Resemblance between your muscles and a teabag full of mice is simply uncanny. Go peddle that advice to the old folks, lacklap. <laughs> if everybody knew what I know, all you iodine artists would be sleeping in the park. And too long, too. What do you mean, too long? Tell the doctor your great discovery, dearie. He's entitled to know what's going to put him out of business. Certainly. How much sleep do you get per night, that's all? Well, that depends. If I tell my office nurse I'm going out of town, shut off my telephone, and plug the doorbell, I might get eight hours. And someday I'm going to do it. Eight hours, and you pretend to be a doctor. Ha! Don't you realize that the human body only requires four hours sleep a night? Who told you that, Lard bucket? <laughs> I'd like to send him something nice for Christmas. He's the physician's friend. Well, he bought a book, Doctor, from a man in the doorway. It's rather a nice change from those 40-cent rayon neckties he's always coming home with. (laughs) You ever read a book called Man's Untapped Energies, Mr. Gamble? Mr. Gamble. Yeah. Might as well get used to being called Mr. (laughs) When people discover this book, the medical profession is a dead geese. My boy, I think you've got something. Oh, I don't... You do? Yes. You have a chronic case of fantasticus stupidaria. (laughs) Is it serious, Doctor? Oh, no. Lots of people go through life with it. Look, Dr. McGee. Yes, my boy. This is a very interesting theory of yours. Four hours sleep a night. Yep. I want to read that book very carefully. Bring it with you to the hospital. I'm not going to the hospital. That's what you think. (laughs) Well, call me when he falls on his face, Molly. Good day, both of you. No, Doctor, not through that door. That's the hall closet. Oh, I forgot to tell you, Molly, I straightened out the hall closet this morning, too. Billy Mills and the orchestra and the maple leaf rag. Two. One, two. One, two. One, two. One, two. One, two. <sighs> ah. Fifty times exactly, and I ain't even breathing hard. What'd you do? I touched my knees fifty times without bending my elbow.
2: <laughs>
1: my gosh, I never had so much energy. I can just feel the red Corsicans dancing in my blood. You don't mean Corsicans, dear. You mean corpuscles. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> a corpuscle is a non commissioned officer. They never got in my blood. They got in my hair. Those were corporals, McGee. They were? I thought corporals were cigarettes. I remember behind the barn back in Peoria, back in 1911, some of the fellas had some sweet corporals. No, and... those huh? were caprols. Caprols? You mean like the capital of the United States is Washington, D.C.? No, that's capital. Then what did I say wrong in the first place? Well, you said you could feel the red Corsicans dancing in your blood. Yeah. A Corsican is a native of Italy. Napoleon was a Corsican. Well, what do you know? Imagine me, a descendant of Napoleon. No wonder I got so much energy. Napoleon, the little corpuscle. Corporal. I thought a corporal was a. Oh, oh, we did that, didn't we? Yeah. yes, we did. You know something, Molly? I'd feel pretty selfish keeping this secret all to myself. I'm going to get out the Elks Club tonight and pass the good word to all the boys. I'll organize a discussion group, and incidentally, when I tell them businessmen how we need a new airport for Whistle Airport? What brought that up? Oh, I didn't... didn't I tell you? No. I put on my tracksuit and my sliding pads and trotted out there this morning. Before you were up, I had to have some exercise, and believe me, that place is a mess. I thought the airport was pretty good. Pretty good? It ain't even developed. There's a thousand acres right in the middle without a single building on it. <laughs> Maybe you better talk to Lena. You know she used to be a radio operator out there doing the war. Lena, a radio operator? Yeah. Oh, I bet she don't know whether cut Plug is chewing tobacco or a short commercial. Well, <laughs> now you talk to her. Okay, Lena, oh Lena, I think we have a day in the airport, Miss Miggy. I really do. Hey, how'd you know what I was going to ask you, Lena?
0: Oh, you know old Snoopy me, Mr. McGee. (laughs) I used to
1: always keep an ear to the ground until I found out that keyholes are so much cleaner. (laughs) Is it true that you used to be a radio operator, Lena? Oh, just as true as your son there, dear. That was before i became a singer on station QPXW. You know, me and my girlfriend, Patty the Foigraw, we sung the West. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Classical stuff, Lena? No, it was novelty songs, Mr. McGee oh. And the biggest novelty was when we finished the song both together You <laughs> <laughs> no, we sung stuff like I want a girl just like the girl that Mama found a picture of in Papa's dress too <laughs> I want a girl just like the girl You know, songs like that <laughs> uh, Lena, were you a success? Well, the day I made my debut Debut Oh, the debut. Great.
2: <laughs>
1: you know, I was so scared, I ran off the stage, clipped over a wire, and the station was off the air for six hours. <laughs> and I was off for good. <laughs> Are you a soprano or a contralto, Lena? Well, now, I asked my vocal teacher about that, Mrs. McGee, and he said that he really couldn't say, but he thought I was a kind of a mess of baritone. <laughs> Uh, did I ever sing you the song I wrote myself? Which one was that, Lena? Well, I called it If You Can Smile When Things Go Wrong, Why Do You Have to Be Such a Hypocrite? <laughs> well, I guess that answers your question about the airport, Mr. McGee. Oh, zippity dilda, zippity dilda. <laughs> she has got a great voice for cooling coffee. That's serious. You know, she's very sensitive about her voice. Sensitive my clavicle. She's as thick-skinned as a 90-buck suitcase. Be careful now. She's probably listening. Now, what were you saying about the businessmen down at the club? Huh? Oh, I'm going to organize a discussion group. I'm going to tell them half-dead dopes how to be as peppy and energetic as I am. Four hours sleep a night. That's the whole thing. Hello, folks. Oh, oh, hello, Mr. Wilcox. Just the guy I want to see, Junior. How many hours do you sleep every night? See, I don't know, pal. Anywhere from six to ten hours, the more the better. Uh Aha, that's where you're wrong, boy. You're sleeping your life away. Draining your energy. Look at me. Only four hours sleep last night, and I got so much vitality, if ants wore pants, they'd have McGee's in them. (laughs) Cut down on your sleep, son. Keep that dynamo working. What goes on here? Well, he read a book, Mr. Wilcox. It's all about... McGee, stop pacing up and down. You make me nervous. I can't help it, kiddo. I got to keep doing something. Got to burn up this energy. See how I am, Junior, just bubbling over with life and tech. You, too, can be the same. <laughs> here, read this book when you get time. Hmm. Man's Untapped Energy. Yep. Where'd you get this, pal? He bought it from a man in a doorway, Mr. Wilcox. I remember once he bought a combination potato peeler and pencil sharpener from one of those street peddlers. He'd peel pencils and sharpened potatoes. <laughs> Another time this he... This was different. The best dollar I ever spent, except for my marriage license. Well, thank you. Not at all. <laughs> Incidentally, did I ever pay you back for that? No.
2: <laughs> Remind
1: me. Look, Junior, drop in at the office Club tonight. I'm going to start a discussion group. I'm going to show them mugs how to really live. Yes, but, pal, listen, four hours sleep a night. Exactly. You it. see, every man has a great store of energy, Junior. And some stores close earlier than others. <laughs> right. Now, then, if a man sleeps all night, he just skins the top off his energy. He don't use it. It's like eating the top layer off a barrel of apples and then throwing it up again and never get to the good apples at the bottom of the barrel of apples. <laughs> I like apples. Huh? You do, Mr. Wilcox? That's besides the point, Junior. I merely gave apples as a pronunciation. As an illustration... It was an apple that put me in business. It oh. was, really? Yep. When I was in the fifth grade in Omaha, I was in love with my teacher, Lucy Littell. Ah. Oh. Used to bring her a big red apple every day. Let's not get off the subject, Junior. Now, when I'm in, i spent spend you. my whole recess polishing that apple. Mm. The way the natural wax protected and beautified it got to be a complex with me. Yes, but McGee was just saying... All through high school, I remembered the sparkling beauty and color of those big red apples. So when I had to go to work, I asked myself, who made the finest wax products in the world? S.C. Johnson and son of Racine, Wisconsin, of course. What's well, that got to do with the big red apple? Then when I... <laughs> <laughs> Then when I saw what Johnson's glow coat would do, I knew I was home. It didn't require any rubbing or buffing. It was self-polishing. Just pour a little out on the linoleum, spread it around, and in 20 minutes or less it dries to a glistening protective coat that makes good housekeepers proud and happy. That's all very well, Mr. Wilcox. That's why I always say a woman who knows her apples always uses Johnson's glow coat on her linoleum. By the way, what were you saying, pal? I didn't mean to interrupt. (laughs) (laughs) It, Waxy. Just remember, I'm giving a talk at the Elks tonight. Don't miss it if you can. Don't worry, I can. So long now. <laughs> yeah? I knew I could count on him. Hey, have you got any extra pieces of clothesline, kiddo, I feel like i could like to skip rope for a couple of hours, work off a little energy. Oh. I'm so full of steam, my ears are starting to whistle. Jerry, I don't know how you do it. Up at the crack of dawn and still charging around like a hopped-up sliver. I just can't stand to be idle, that's all. My gosh, I can just feel the energy flowing through me. Sort of warm waves going right up my back. Stand away from the radiator and see how to. Huh? <laughs> oh. Well, just the same with the vitality I got. Come in. Hi, right, it's Mr. Wimple. Hello, Mr. Wimple. Hi, Wimple. old man. Hello, folks.
0: <laughs> I was just driving by and... What's the matter, Mr. McGee? Underwear
1: too tight? <laughs> uh, no, Mr. Wimple, he's just restless today. Yeah, overflowing with pep and energy, Wimple. Want to know how I do it? No, thank you. Huh? You don't want to be peppy and energetic, Mr. Wimple?
0: No, it tires me too much.
1: But Wimp, you're not living. You're a vegetable. Do what I do: sleep only four hours a night. Leap out of bed before daybreak. Run five miles before breakfast. Keep moving. You know what it is that gives you that rundown feeling?
0: Yes, yeah. Sweetie
2: Face.
1: <laughs> Sweetie Face, you mean?
0: Yes, yeah. my big old wife. Randy did you yesterday. Deliberately? Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: I was sitting in the garage reading my bird book.
1: Your what, Mr. Wimple? My bird book. <laughs> I was reading
0: all about how the big bird birth into Borneo brings bits of bird seed to a baby, and all of a sudden, Tweety Face drove into the garage and pinned me to the wall.
1: My gosh, that must have been humiliating.
0: I was simply crushed, Mr. Wimple. <laughs> pretty face is rather impulsive, you know. But I am, too. (laughs) She's forgotten that, I guess.
1: Why? What'd you do, Wimp? (laughs) You won't tell? Not at all, Mr. Wimple. Mom's the word, Wimp. What'd you do? Well,
0: (laughs) I, I put some extra pieces in her jigsaw puzzle. Oh, Mr. Wimple. Yes, I did. And that isn't all, either. My gosh, Wimp. What else? I sneaked upstairs with the pliers and tightened the cap on a toothpaste
2: tube.
1: <laughs> Heavenly day.
0: And then you know what I did? Oh, this was really naughty. It was, eh? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I poked some little holes in his shower cap. I'll show her. Well, goodbye now. <laughs>
1: And sing Uncle Remus said
3: Uncle Remus, come and tell a story, Uncle Remus. Once upon a time the leopard happy got the gout, eaten too much of trout. Mammy dreamed of polka dots. That's how the leopard got his spot. That's what Uncle Remus said. That's what Uncle Remus said. A whale. That's why the bear ain't got no tail. That's what Uncle Raymond said. That's what Uncle Raymond said. Hold bus solid on a whale. That's why the bear ain't got no tail. More, more, telephone, The pig he saw his monkey friend a swinging by his father and, He tried this same thing on a rail. That's why. on a rail. Oh, that's why the pig has a curly tail. More, more, fellas, more. Old brother fox had a very bad habit.
2: Made a big trap and he caught brother rabbit. Little brother rabbit was hard to beat. He used his head instead of his feet. Old brother bear
3: comes something along. Little brother rabbit made friends for long. Then when old brother fox got tough.
1: This only taking four hours sleep a night is marvelous. Really? I've been so busting with energy today, I can't hold myself down. I ran upstairs so fast a while ago, I went ten feet in the air at the top. Oh, my. Yes, sir. I'm so full of hay.
2: <laughs>
1: you want to take a nice long walk before you go to bed? Sweetheart, I wouldn't walk 18 inches to see Richard dive through the door into a cement mixer. I'm exhausted. You sleep too much, kiddo. Look at me—four hours sleep and fresh as a daisy. Why another week of this schedule, and I'll have— Ah, oh, come in. Good evening, Molly. Hello, McGee. Hello, Your Honor. Hi, Alastri of old cheesecake. How's the boy? Feeling okay? Want end Indian wrestle for half a buck? My dear boy, after the day I put in at the city hall, I wouldn't wrestle Hedy Lamar.
2: <laughs>
1: no energy, huh? <laughs> You just haven't discovered the secret, fella. There's a trick to keeping up your vitality. You ever read this little book? Well, let me see it. Man's Untapped Energy. Yep. Let's pick this up, McGee. He bought it from a man in a doorway, Mr. Mayor. You know the type. They also said he imported French perfume made out of vanilla extract. What's this book about, McGee? How to utilize your physical resources, McGee? Store up energy by staying awake. Most people sleep too much. Drains away all their vitality. Four hours sleep a night is all the human body needs. Who's human body? If I tried well, to live himself on four. I tried it last night, Your Honor, and believe it or not, he's been streaking around like Joe Lewis' has left glove. It's a fact, son. I'm going down to the Elks in a little while and organize a discussion group. Tell them tired businessmen the facts of life. They've been dragging around all their lives like they were smuggling anvils.
2: <laughs> I'll have
1: this town humming with energy in the next few days. Wonderful. I know your talk at the Elks Club will do me a lot of good tonight, McGee. Thanks. I had planned to spend the evening down there just loafing, but you will make it a night well spent. Oh, gee, thanks, LaTribe. Do you think uh, McGee's talk will show you the way to new energy, Your Honor? No, it will show me the way to go home. To bed, (laughs) right now, good night. (laughs) Hmm. Why, that lazy lout? That guy must be part pitchfork. (laughs) Spends half his life in the hay. Hey, what time is it? Well, it's almost half past. And I'm going to bed too, dearie. Not me, Snooky. I'm still full of vinegar. I'm going down to the Elks and organize a discussion group. Tell all them guys how to build up their vitality. Well, sweet dreams, kiddo. I'm off in a cloud of energy. Don't wait up for me. I'm good for all night. Have you got your house key? Don't need a key, beautiful. I'll climb up onto the roof and slide down the chimney. A pip, pip, bull tulip. Good night, dearie. Ah, there goes the good kid. I wish I had some witty comment to make about him, but. Oh, I'm just too exhausted. I think I'll walk upstairs backwards and fool my muscles. <laughs> Come on, Molly. Get going. <laughs> His key after all. Now where's that other mule? I mean the one I'm not married to. Oh here she is in my robe. Yes, I'm coming, dearie. Sorry to bother you, Molly, but we couldn't get in without Dr. waking. Doctor Gamble, him. what is it? Is there something? Is McGee? No, 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 no. Don't 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 worry, my dear. He's fine. Oh. All right, boys, bring him in. It's McGee. Doctor, what is it? What happened? He's all right, Molly. He walked into the Elks Club, told the boys he was going to give a talk, sat down in this chair and went dead asleep. What? Yeah, we couldn't wake him up without slugging him with a pool cue, so we just left him in the chair and brought him home. Stopped him three times on the way, but it didn't seem to bother him. Okay, boy, thanks very much. Okay, no good. good night, fellas. Well... Shall we get him up to bed, Doctor? Certainly not. Let him sleep in the chair all night. Teach him a lesson. In the morning he'll be so stiff you can carry him upstairs in a bass drum. <laughs> Good night, Molly. Good night, Doctor. And thanks. For goodness sake. McGee. McGee, wake up.
2: The man's untapped
1: energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'll be back in just a moment. There are thousands of couples setting up new homes today. If you're among them, why don't you take a tip from the millions of families who keep their homes shining bright with wax. It's really amazing how much beauty you can add to your home with an occasional application of Johnson's Wax. Rub a little Johnson's Wax on that old desk or rocker or china cabinet you picked up somewhere, and it'll really glow with beauty and be so easy to keep sparkling clean. Johnson's Wax will also give a richly polished appearance to your new furniture, your floors, leather goods, and Venetian blinds, and a hundred other things. Yes, if you use genuine Johnson's Wax regularly, you'll be adding beauty all through your home, protecting your treasures, preserving them, adding years to their length of life, and saving yourself hours of housework. Try it, won't you? You'll find a good use for all three forms of Johnson's Wax, paste, liquid, and cream. Wake up. <laughs> huh? What are you doing down here at the Elks Club, Molly? Hey. Hey, hey, what's our dad for doing down here? Now, now. What, where's my speech? Y- you're home, dearie. Huh? You're home. Dr. Gamble brought you. Oh. Now, come on up to bed. It's midnight. Midnight? You mean I've slept my four hours already? You've slept 24 hours. Huh? <laughs> this is Wednesday. Oh. oh well, there's get getting up now. I've slept too long to have any peps Find me again tomorrow. Good night. Oh, dear. Good
2: night, all.
1: This is Harlow Wilcox speaking for the makers of Johnson's Light products for home and industry, inviting you
3: all to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. Good night.
1: National Broadcasting Company. This is Chicago, WMAQ.